Hello and welcome to Smash Hit Sports. I'm your host, Cody, and we had an absolutely electric college football week four. Week five looks to be great as well, and I have a phenomenal guest. Uh, Rav and I have done some content together in the past. I'm excited to have him back on the show. He is a Yinzer who is currently a journalism student at Arizona State. Big old brain, except for the fact that he's a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. <laughs> Anthony Ravasio, Rav, how you doing, man? Cody, it's it's good to be back with you on on a podcast. I appreciate the invite. Um, things are good, you know. Things are things are rolling. I'm loving it here, and it's been a great college football season. I'm happy to talk about week four. And you should be excited because your uh, Pitt Panthers should be in the top twenty after this week. Um, we'll have to talk about that electric game against Rhode Island, but. Really, the the top twenty five will have some incredible shakeup this week. I we had teams mm-hmm. losing all over the place. It's ridiculous. Yeah, um, definitely. There was I think every team in the from twenty to twenty five outside of Pitt lost. Yeah. So and even though like watching the game, of course I watched the game. Pitt kind of struggled a little bit. Obviously, they're not going to be falling out if you know stuff, stuff like that happened. There's only going to be like one or two teams coming in. So yeah, we'll get into it. Yeah, it, it, a crazy, crazy slate. Um, let's start at the top. Georgia and Kent State. Kent State actually gave Georgia like a little bit of trouble. I yes, yeah. Brock Bowers looked good. Yeah, he looked great. This game was what was it? It was like twelve three at the end of the first. Yeah, yeah. It was. I Kent State was up. God, I think it was at the end of the first quarter, close to it. Um, final score ended up being thirty nine twenty two. Kent State. Looked good under hit, which is good for my wallet. But um, <laughs> Georgia looked, I don't know. This is the worst. It, it's in, insane to me that this was their closest game that they've had all season. And they played number 11 Oregon and they played South Carolina in South Carolina. And this was their closest game so far. Yeah, that is true. Because, I mean, they absolutely dominated Oregon. Like, it was not even close the whole game. And South Carolina, like, you know, it was kind of close to the beginning when it should be. And then they kind of, out, uh, you know, outed South Carolina. But Kent State, they kind of hung in there for a little while. Yeah. It, it, was, it was interesting. Made it, made it an interesting football game for sure. Um, Georgia plays Mizzou next week. I, I'm i going to be honest. They're going to win by a billion. So, whatever. Yep, I agree. Um, yeah. I, I, I don't even think it matters, like, that they've struggled this week. In fact, I feel like it matters more. Just It's just going to be a quicker blowout next week because they struggled this week against Kent. Yep, that's what good teams bounce back, um, we'll, and we'll talk mm-hmm. about good teams bouncing back here later. But Alabama, Vanderbilt, Bama obliterated them. I did not watch this game. so I also okay, did not watch cool. this game. There's definitely way better games on. <laughs> cool. Glad we're on the same page. Ohio State, Wisconsin. I thought that this game was going to be a little bit closer. Like I had a, I don't have a ton of faith in Wisconsin just because, like, We've seen what their last win against Ohio State was like two thousand and nine, maybe two something in that I, area. Um, Fifty two twenty one Ohio State. I think Ohio State finally is clicking on offense like they were supposed to because they put up seventy seven last week against Toledo, fifty two this week mm-hmm. against Wisconsin. Marvin Harrison Jr. wearing Louis Vuitton cleats and an Apple Watch during the game is about <laughs> as electric as it comes. No, that is sick. I, I saw it. I was like, he's trying to close his rings in the middle of the game. You, know, you, you got to admire. You got to admire the dedication. That that is. But in all seriousness, I I mean, Wisconsin defense. I didn't. I overall, I'm not really that entire division is just. I mean, I don't think any of them can really compete with Ohio State. But um, at the end of the day, I feel like Wisconsin was probably the team up there with Minnesota that really could, and they just got 52 pieced. So I don't know what that tells you about the Big Ten, but. To me, it's pretty telling that it's just Ohio State in terms of the you know who's at the top of that conference. Yep, I agree 100%. Speaking on Big Ten, Michigan, Maryland, Michigan 34, Maryland 27. Uh, Maryland put up a good fight. Closer. I like Maryland as a team. I think Talia's a pretty good quarterback. He's he is like good enough that he can keep every game interesting. Um, Michigan came away with this one. Their defense locked them down towards the end of that game. Um, do you do you have any thoughts on Michigan? To me, like their entire season just boils down to do not fuck up until you get to Ohio State. If they lose a game, I don't think they. I think they're. Would you say they're immediately out of CFP contention if they lose one game? Since because of their awful schedule. 
I disagree just because if they beat Ohio State, nothing else matters. Uh, I, I mean, that's fair. That's fair. So, okay, even one loss, would you still put them in just Ohio State? I know it's like there's a lot of other factors, too. It's like, you know, is there two loss SEC teams? Is there one loss Big 12 champion? That's just, I, it's just a hypothetical. See, that's a great question because their out-of-conference schedule was literal dog water. Like, they, they so played UConn. Colorado State and Hawaii like I don't think you could assemble a worse schedule and still keep it in the FBS it it was miserable Um, I don't know I think if you would have asked me this prior to last year I would have told you no but this year knowing that they made the college football playoff last year I think I could see Mm -hmm. them getting in as a one loss team I don't think I think a one loss Michigan a one loss Michigan against like a I think whoever comes out of the ACC is going to have one loss I would take a one loss Michigan over a one loss ACC champ I would take a one loss Michigan probably over a one loss big 12 team just because when you look at the top of the big 12 right now obviously Kansas is the best team in the big 12 but (laughs) once you (laughs) obviously once you get outside like Texas has two losses Oklahoma just lost to Kent State like yeah technically they're going to have the Big 12 is going to have a loss. And I, I hate to say it, it depend, the, the Pac-12, the loss matters. It depends on what the loss is. If USC's loss mm-hmm. is to Utah, I, I would put in USC over Michigan. or Michigan. But if it's you know mm-hmm. a loss to some random-ass team, then maybe not. But I don't know. Um, I love playing that game. I'm sad too. I love like being speculative about all that stuff because like when there's four teams, then you really like have to just get down to the, the the, the nitty gritty like to, to figure out which team deserves. I know. Which I, I just love it. And, and talking about a college football playoff team, or at least on the cusp, Clemson, Wake Forest mm-hmm. gave them the business. They gave them mm-hmm. the business through four quarters and two overtimes. Final score fifty one forty five. This was. The be- like as as far as pure football goes, this was the best game of the day. Sam Hartman was Absolutely. dealing. Uyunglele mm-hmm. was dealing. I think they threw. I think it was something like twelve touchdowns and no interceptions yeah. amongst the quarterbacks. It was just an unbelievable game. Um, Clemson. It, I okay. Here's my question to you, Raf. Is does this say more about Clemson or more about Wake Forest? <sighs> Unfortunately, it's gonna. I'm gonna have to say Clemson because you know you and I both have been beaten up on them, especially like I, like I'll make TikToks. Like, the TikTok community we'll the is not TikTok. happy <laughs> with with how yeah. our views on Clemson are, but it definitely did not help our agendas. No. <laughs> but um, no, I mean, I, like the main talking point was DJ. Like, can he be that guy? And then he goes out and throws five touchdowns, and interceptions, twenty six for forty one is still not the best, but I mean. He did not make any mistakes. Yep. And when you when we're talking about Clemson and you know the last three games even and all of last year, their downfall was that DJ was just not a good quarterback. 100%. He was making mistakes, he wasn't making the right weeds. And yeah, he missed some throws today or yesterday, but you know he, he did what he had to do to get to get his team to win, especially in overtime. You know, at, in a somewhat hostile environment, you know, he was down multiple times. It it, it just proved a lot. It proved a lot. Yeah, I and to me, it like Sam Hartman is a legitimate contender for one of the best quarterbacks in this class. Um, I don't mm-hmm. think he. I think Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud have kind of set themselves apart. Um, just not only about this season, like their play this season has been good, but like neither of those teams have really played anybody yet. Um, but Sam Hartman, I, I think you could argue a back end of the first round, early second round talent. Um, he he has looked so so good um, when he's played. Obviously, oh, yeah. he's still coming back in, but like this Clemson defense might be just as good as the Clemson defense last year. And last year was one of the best they had in in program history. So, um, I man, I think it says more about Wake Forest than it does about Clemson. I think Wake Forest really? is a really good uh-huh. team. Um, I hope. Yeah, I mean, I like I like Wake too. Would you say it's more? What do you think is was was more indicative though? Would you say of the game, like just the result, would you say the Clemson defense struggling, or was it just because the Wake Forest offense is? That I think good? the Wake Forest like, offense which, which, is, which, is that good. 
I, I, re- okay. I really okay. legitimately do. I don't think Clemson will play an offense as good as what they played Saturday the rest of the regular mm-hmm. season. I, I, I really okay. do not think that they will. The, yeah, I mean, I, I don't think they will either. Think about now. They still, I mean, look at their schedule. Because they've got Notre Dame. Yeah, which terrible offense. offense. I mean, they look good against UNC, but my high school football team's offense could look good against UNC's (laughs) defense right now. They really only have, like, Florida State and and Miami left to play. Yeah, and Miami's offense, fun fact, did not look great because they lost to Middle Tennessee State. I know what that was. Let, so let's just go surprising. right into you know, that I game. I give Harrison so what? much shit for that, dude. The <laughs> poor Harrison. Um, <laughs> yeah. I uh, let's talk about that game. Middle Tennessee is not like nothing special offensively, defensively. Mm-hmm. Um, Tyler Van Dyke uh, is not the, the guy. Like, he he's good. He's a guy, but he's not the guy. He's not him. Um, I'd dude. Talk about an awful lot. Like, were they just, like, not looking ahead? Like, or looking ahead? I don't... I don't... I'm going to look at their schedule right now because, I mean, obviously that happens. Like, stuff like that can happen. You're looking ahead. They play North Carolina next week, so maybe... maybe I don't think they'd be looking at North Carolina. They just played A&M, but, like, still, you know, it's... You're a... That is it. Miami's a much better team than Middle Tennessee State. You know, I think it was just... When you look at it, Van Dyke had an awful day. He was benched. The defense gave up forty five against an F. Like, like it's Middle Tennessee. Yeah, Cody, dude. It, you know, like I don't. I thought this team was way better. And a than convincing that. loss. Like this isn't like a, oh Middle Tennessee mm-hmm. like pulled it out of. They were ahead the entire game, start to finish. Yeah. They led. They led at the end of quarter one, two, three, and four. Won by fourteen points. I mean, it was an ass kicking. They kicked Miami's ass, and like yeah. I do, it, it's crazy. Um, I kind of feel bad for the U because, like, they are – like, playing in Hard Rock sucks. Their environment is awful at home. I I don't know. Yeah. It, it, it's tough. No, I feel that. Ugh. I mean, I, the, people like to complain – just to personal. Like, people like to complain about Pitt and playing at Hinesfield, which I understand. But most of the time, Hinesfield's fine. Hard Rock, I mean, that like, it gets bad there. Yeah. And, you know, like, they, they're not – like. They they usually not able to fill was it half to yeah like the lower like bowl it's, like it, it's yeah that's it yeah they have to tarp the top off it's tough it's tough mm-hmm. um, another upset Kansas State over Oklahoma shocking I Kansas State looked like I'm gonna be honest they looked terrible against Tulane um, lost at home. I thought I was never high on Martinez. He was always good, but never great. And then they whooped Oklahoma's ass. And in a fashion of they put pressure on Dylan Gabriel, they made him make plays, but Martinez kind of put the team on his back. I mean, he had, what, 21 carries, 148 yards, four rushing touchdowns, 21 for 24 or 21 for 34 passing, 234 yards, one touchdown. Just an insane game by Martinez. This is like what Anthony Richardson did week one against Utah. Martinez just did against Oklahoma. A, a dominating performance. Yeah, and you can consider it a one up. I mean, he had more. He had more rushing yards than his arguable Heisman counterpart, like Heisman candidate, Heisman hopeful counterpart, Deuce Vaughn. Like Vaughn looked great. Yeah, and Vaughn, yeah, Vaughn looked five, incredible. Five yards, yards of carry looked really good. But I mean, 148 yards, seven a carry, 21 carries. It was unbelievable. And this is against an Oklahoma team that's the sixth best team in the nation. Like, it was. I I loved it because you know I I I wanted it to happen. Like, mm-hmm. I've been high in Kansas State. This was a good spot for them to bounce back. I was like, if they're gonna do it, this is gonna be it. I took their spread. I took their money line. Both worked out, and I I was I was loving every second of it. But I mean, I think this I think this team could still do. One, like, I think this team could still do good in the Big 12. They just beat probably one of the teams that are going to be up there at the top. They're going to have the head-to-head over Oklahoma. Outside of Kansas, like, this conference is still wide open. Yeah, they lost Tulane last week, but that's not a conference loss. Yeah. And they're 3-1. and one. They, You know, they're going to start getting into conference play more. I like this team. If they put everything together... They have a few offensive linemen out, but there. I think there's one of them, like a tackle that's coming back within. I don't know if he's back, but within the next few weeks, who's you know uh, uh, has a ton of experience. 
Defense, uh, secondary, if they can get their stuff together, th- it's, it, they put up, I mean, 34, it's Oklahoma. It's, it's Oklahoma but yeah. I think this could be a team to look out for the Big 12 still, believe it or not. Yeah, and they have a pretty decent schedule ahead of them, but nothing crazy until they get towards the end. So they have Texas Tech at home, at Iowa State, at TCU, and then they get in three straight weeks, Oklahoma State at home, Texas at home, and then Baylor on the mm-hmm. road which will be a, a very, very interesting um, a- end of their schedule. But the, the thing that was impressive to me is, like, they, they didn't – they just beat – like, Oklahoma had no turnovers. They, the, yeah. they, just, they just beat them. And that is a hell of a hell of a game by the Wildcats. Oklahoma, I don't think – I mean, obviously this sucks if you're an Oklahoma fan, but I'm not worried about, you know, Venables or anything – here like Oklahoma you're fine this is a oh yeah like you'll probably drop down to like 15 18 20 ish range I I wouldn't yeah. be too worried well this is this was really like the first I don't want to say real game but first hard team that they had to play because they I mean they played Nebraska and then they played two other yeah you know two, two other really bad teams so I, I I if you're an Oklahoma fan I would just chalk it up to you know, okay, this was you know first game, first game, first real tough test. Like the season's definitely not in doubt. Like you can still have a great season. Yep. Um, I, 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 that's just I don't know. Kansas State uh, to me, Kansas State's a respectable team, and that's why. I was yeah, like yeah, I, I agree. I um, USC, Oregon State. The over under for this game was seventy one and a half. The final score: USC seventeen, Oregon <laughs> State fourteen. Um, a, an absolute win for the public. The public was all over Oregon State, which was shocking to me. Um, yeah, I, I faded the public and lost. USC. Are we just we're just kind of burning the tape on this one, right? Just a hey, it was a close game. It was a conference game at in Oregon State, right? In Corvallis, yeah. which makes it tough. Um, Oregon State has a shockingly like not shockingly, they have a slept on environment i think um oh, yeah. i think corvallis oh, yeah. has a really yeah. good college football environment um I, I i'm not concerned my i'm not concerned with usc this was a trap game and they won so i'm concerned the only thing i'm concerned with i obviously uh, first of all you look you like the going to the game the concern was their defense yep. but they only let 14 so that's that, fine yep. i'm concerned with one they gave Chance Nolan through four picks, and they only won by three. Yeah, that's one and two. Caleb Williams sixteen for thirty six on his passes yesterday. That's pretty pretty damn off. I mean, we've seen Caleb Williams games though when he was at Oklahoma, where like he played, he just had games where he did not play well. Um, yeah, I don't like. I'm not shocked. Um, Obviously, like, this is why – I guess this is why I think USC is going to drop one at some point. Um, Oregon mm-hmm. State does have a pretty good defense. I mean, they forced five turnovers against uh, Boise State earlier in the season. Um, yeah. They, they've looked good. Um, this is why I, I'm still pretty – I still feel pretty good about my Utah to win the Pac-12 bet. But um, – mm-hmm. I like that one. USC, I, I, I think this is – you're going to have games like this. Good programs win games like this where you get out of your normal game plan. You get out of your normal rhythm. Um, they were not in their normal game plan or rhythm, and, and they kept kept on keeping on um, and fighting on. So USC, I mean, you got the win. I definitely agree that they're going to trip up somewhere. Their de- Oregon State's defense is great, yeah, but when you're the seventh-best team – the country i guess i just have like a, a higher like an expectation yeah. or like higher expectation especially for an offense of that, that that's that potent you know what i mean yep um number eight kentucky 31 northern illinois 23 i'm gonna be honest i i didn't watch this game i know it was yeah, tied didn't watch it, but I mean, it was close yeah um yeah kentucky um let's uh, i'm gonna pull up kentucky's you think they're the eighth best team in the country? no they are not they are absolutely not the eighth best, best team in the country um and you want they're probably going to move up? Yeah. I mean, they, they. I think they will. They play Ole Miss at Ole Miss. They will lose that game next week. I that I, I that, agree. that yeah, is I, a I loss like for sure. They have actually like a pretty – they got a pretty decent uh, schedule the next four games. They play at Ole Miss, 
South Carolina at home, Mississippi State at home, and then Tennessee in Rocky Top. So um, that's pretty decent. It, yeah. I I would be shocked if they went anything other than two and two in that slate. Um, they're not like they're they're. The thing with them is like the offense is good, the secondary could be good, but outside of that, like they're in the trenches, they're not. They're kind of a little experienced, but they're not. Uh, I don't know. I just don't see them beating. Like I don't see them as a better team than Tennessee. Like I don't see them winning Ole Miss next week. Yep. Do you agree? Yeah. No. I I agree. I just, I just don't. Tennessee looked really good against Florida. Um, obviously, backdoor cover um, is what it is. But yeah, yeah. Uh, I think Hendon Hooker is a good quarterback, and Tennessee is going to be. I think they might be the third best team in the SEC. Yeah, I I think I agree. They're now four zero. Um, all of their wins have been gutty. They've been good wins. Um, yeah, I mean, I I, I I would be I wouldn't be inclined to, or declined to not say that. Gotta love it. Um, Arkansas Texas A and M, a good game in Jerry World. One of the coolest defensive touchdowns I have ever seen. The uh, KJ Jefferson fumbles on first and goal. It's recovered. And oh yeah, the, this was like the, like the like you, you yeah handed it off to his teammate and let him house call it. Yeah. Um, it, just a, an incredible heads up play, an awesome game. Texas A and M twenty three, Arkansas twenty one. Um, I bet on Texas A&M. Unfortunately, I had them at two and a half, and they won by two, which breaks my heart. Oh, that's awful. I know. A missed extra awful, point dude. is the difference in this one. Um, oh, college God. kickers. God about, damn it. Yeah, how about that field goal off the top of the upright? That's the first time I've ever seen something like yeah, that. Yeah, that, absolutely incredible. Um, Brutal. I, I, I expected Texas A&M to win this game. Um, I think they're a better team than people give credit for because they lost to App State. Um, App State has looked great through you know the first couple of weeks mm-hmm. outside of their loss to North Carolina, which looks not ideal now. But that was just such a but crazy was, I mean, game. A, yeah, yeah. You talk about up to like a like just what's one of the better games of the year? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, that being said, Arkansas, you were in a tough spot. You mm-hmm. you were the number ranked. You, you were the tenth ranked team in the country. I do not think you were the tenth best team in the country. And then you were sitting here. And you say, okay, let's look at Arkansas schedule. They play Alabama at home, and then they play mm-hmm. Mississippi State in Starkville, and then they play BYU Bad. in Provo, and then Auburn mm-hmm. in Auburn. Which they, could, they, they, they could should lose be Auburn, but four they could, in a row there, dude. It's a brutal, brutal schedule for the for the Razorbacks. Um, we'll we'll see. Sam Pittman is the spread covering god, so I'll probably still bet on them. But <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, the. They're they're in a tough. Not, not this past game though. Yeah, they covered them this game, two and a half. So, no. Oh, you had A and M. Yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. So okay, we'll okay, we'll yeah. see. Um, Florida Tennessee, great game, great game. This 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 is a matchup where you could you could tell me Florida Tennessee was ranked eleventh and twentieth. You could tell me they were both unranked. You could tell me one team was the best team in the country and the other team, you know, hadn't won a game all year. I'm still going to tune into this matchup because one, it's an incredible jersey matchup. This is one of my favorite jersey yeah. matchups in college football every year. But also, these two teams always find a way to make it electric. And we had that the um Saturday. Tennessee thirty eight, Florida thirty-three. Florida, I think Florida is fine. Like, we could finally stop talking about Florida being legit, right? Yeah, no, two losses, and they're both uh, to SEC counterparts. Yeah. Richardson didn't look too great. I mean, two touchdowns, one interception. He did have a 453 yards for 24 for 44. Yeah, but 24 for 44. I don't know. Maybe I'm just being a little too hard. He, I mean, he fell off. He, he had a great week one game against Utah. Like it's like a yo-yo. Yeah, you know. And, and that's, I think that's kind of what you're getting with Anthony Richardson. The highs are highs, the lows are low. This was kind of a mid middle game. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they they played pretty well. He's st- he still had four touchdowns. Like the, his yeah. one interception was an interception on a hail mary at the, at the end of the game. So I I don't feel like. I don't think I think Florida is not there yet, which is fine because you just got a new head coach. Like you right, just played right. with, in my opinion, Tennessee is a top ten team. Um, 
I, I feel like if you're a Florida fan, you have to come away from this one. Like, yeah, it sucks. And obviously Florida fans don't expect to lose to Tennessee, especially what they've done the last, I think they're like nine and one the last 10 years against Tennessee. Um, that being said though, like a great, still a great game. You still like Florida's on the right track for the first time since Urban Meyer has mm-hmm. left that Florida is on mm-hmm. the right track. So I want to quickly, before we move it to someone else or to something, to another game, I, we need to talk about Hennon Hooker because holy hell, he played ridiculously. 349, two touchdowns. He ran for another 112 in a score. He was like he was electric and like he just he's built for it. Like in the interview, or he was injured too a little bit. Like he had to shake off an injury. Yep. In his interview, like later, like later after the game, he's like, I didn't feel any spotlight. It's just another day at the office. Yeah. You know, it's just she's just got that dog in him, I, just like Sam Hartman. I like <laughs> yes, I like Hedden Hooker. Um, 1200 yeah. yards, eight touchdowns, zero interceptions through four weeks. Um, he is, he is, yeah, he's looked the part. He's absolutely, if you were to, if I were to pick like five people, um, on my Heisman watch list, he is absolutely one of those five. He, he has looked great. Mm -hmm. When is he, is he a sophomore? When is he draft eligible? Um, let me look. I think he's a, I think he's a junior because he was a VT for a while. When is Hendon Hooker? He's 24. He's 24 right now. Damn. Which means... So he is definitely eligible for the draft. Yeah. I don't yeah, think he's a... Sure. He, he could be a, uh, like a, you know, third, fourth round kind of guy. Um, yeah, I agree. I think... I mean, would you see say he's a top... <clears throat> he's definitely a top 10 quarterback. For oh, the yeah. Yeah. I would agree 100%. Um, 100%. I'd, I, I'd put, I would put him in the same stratosphere that I would put Desmond Ritter. Like, they are that okay. same level yeah. of... You know, from an NFL standpoint, but um, next game, I, I'm going to be honest, I don't really care. NC State 41, UConn 10. Like, it's good for my NC State agenda, which is great. Same. But yeah. I re- like, as far as the game goes, you did what you were supposed to do against UConn. So, cool. Yeah, I mean, I like NC State, yeah, it's, but it's UConn. So. Um, Arizona State, tough loss. Um, you are now without a head coach. You are the second program to fire your head coach. Uh, this off season, so I, I'm sure mm-hmm. that's at least a good thing. From a, you're going to be early to the table when it comes to getting a new guy. Uh, Utah 34, Arizona State 13. This is pretty much exactly what I expected. Utah is a great team. I I will like I got shit on on the internet for my Utah takes because they lost to Florida, and every week since uh, yeah, but- they have still just like you lost to Florida week one in the swamp. That's a tough ass game. Like there are a lot yeah, of right. people. Yeah, right. Week who, one and in the swamp. Yeah, and then like a lot of people. I, I don't know. They get all caught up and like, oh, it's one loss. And Florida has two losses now. Like you go playing that. Like, and what other Pac-12 team scheduled mm-hmm. a game like that? The answer is nobody. No, none of so, them. Well, well, Oregon. Well, but okay, they, yeah, that is. Know. It was neutral site, kind of, but. Nick. Yeah, that is the least neutral neutral site of all time. <laughs> that you could not get a less less of a neutral site game than what you got, um, and actually still have it be called neutral site. But whatever. Yeah, neutral site, which is about an hour away from the actual uh, home stadium. Yes, so. and you were traveling literally across the country. Um, yeah, yeah. Penn State Central. I want to say oh. one thing about about Utah ASU here, real quick. First of all, there was a big coaching disparity. Well, yeah. Um, obviously. That for one, there's so I, I've got a lot of friends that who like are doing the reporting stuff for my school, or whatever. So like they're they're part of like the ASU. They'll do like the ASU Insider stuff. I can tell you, just from what I'm hearing, that the next few weeks, outside of their brutal schedule, because they play USC, uh, they played Utah today or yesterday, and they play I think Washington mm-hmm. the next two weeks. Within those next two weeks, the recruiting the recruiting stuff that they got in trouble with is going to come out. It's just gonna be ugly. Like this, if you got, if you think it looks bad now, Cody, like it's gonna be bad, oh, and it's yeah. unfortunate because I want this program to be. They, they, it is so. There's so much to offer here. Yeah, like if you think about Tempe's it, Tempe's a good spot to be. Literally, and and, you know, it sucks that we got the situation, but you know we're gonna have to try to build up from it. I don't think. I think the probations are gonna be kind of bad. Yeah. Or the, what's going to come out of it's going to be pretty bad, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll we'll know. see. Um, Penn State Central Michigan. I'm just going to 
cool. Penn State, Sean Clifford, you look good against Central Michigan, whatever. Um, Oregon, yeah. Washington State. This was a great – game uh oregon 44 washington washington state 41 uh washington state beat wisconsin at wisconsin earlier this season i knew it was going to be a great game um oregon Mm -hmm. came back from being down just an absolutely electric game bo nix did bo nix the highs are high the lows are low you get both in the same game it's just absolutely incredible to me like what how he operates but he did end up 33 for 44 428 yards three touchdowns so say what you will he had a a damn good night outside of the one interception so oregon i like are they a top 15 team because they're going they're going to be i mean they're 15 now they're going to be top 15 when the ap poll comes out um we're recording this on Sunday, so when the AP poll comes out, they're going to be inside that top fifteen. Are they in your top fifteen? Um, I mean, no, I don't think so. I don't. I. I. If you're like like, if you ask me if there's fifteen better teams, I think there are. Okay. Yeah. That that checks out. I would agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Ole Miss. But like, oh, if go ahead. If you have to put them in, then then I guess yeah. I mean, you know, I don't know. Based on resume, I could see it because like a win yeah. at Washington State is a good win, and like outside of you know their awful loss to Georgia, which fun fact, it looks like everybody's going to lose awfully to Georgia, um, except for Kent State. But um, <laughs> outside of that, like they they have a resume that speaks to it, so we'll see. Um, Oregon's going to have to you know win some good games down the stretch in the Pac-12, so. Um, Ole Miss 35, Tulsa 27. Um, Ole Miss quietly a 4-0 team. Um, they have honestly like dominated um, their first four games. Uh, obviously, this game against Tulsa was a little closer, but when you look at the schedule as a whole, um, they held Troy to 10, Central Arkansas to 3, Georgia Tech to 0, um, you know, they uh, combined 13 points scored against them through the first three weeks. They look good against uh, Tulsa, and then they get Kentucky at home next week. Um, Lane Kiffin quietly doing a hell of a job down, down mm-hmm. in Ole Miss. Yeah, I agree. And um, the score looks closer, but they kind of inched their way back into the game, but they never were, like, in the game, Tulsa. Yeah. Ole Miss, 28 second quarter points. Yeah. That's pretty, that's pretty good. Jackson Dart's been just like you said; he's been good. I really like Zach Evans, the running Zach back. Zach Evans get the, he is didn't get, a great running back prospect. He didn't get the he didn't get the majority of carries yesterday. It was uh, Quinshawn Judkins. He got twenty seven carries, but I still really like Evans. I think both of them as a whole they're one of the top running back tandems in all of college football. Yep, I would agree a hundred percent. Baylor gets away at Iowa State. Um, I thought this was a trap game for Baylor. They ended up pulling it out. Mm-hmm. Um, I think was Iowa State favored. I think Iowa State was favored heading into this game. Um, I don't remember. Yeah, I, Baylor. I I don't I don't know how to feel about Baylor. Like I feel like they should be better than they are, but they are they're three and one. Like, do you? I I, I have no idea who's going to come out of the top of the Big Twelve right now. Yeah, it's so open. That's why I like Kansas State. You know, it's because it's just it's just so open. I I, I like Baylor and um. They just there were a lot of I, there were a lot of chances like I was watching that game in like a, the multicast box I sent you a picture yeah um, a multicast box with like three other games and like when I would look at that game like it always looked like there was a chance for Baylor to kind of pull it out but they kept Iowa State in it like there were multiple opportunities to just walk away with the score like like just pound it in like just end the game and they kind of kept Iowa State in it and they, they started climbing back towards the very end but. I know they won, but it's just, I guess, something to watch out yeah, for. Yeah, that's going to come back to haunt them against better teams, I would I would think. Especially mm-hmm. against, like, an Oklahoma State or, you know, a team like that. Um, a Kansas State. Kansas State, even. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Next game, Washington 40, Stanford 22. Washington handle business. The Huskies are 4-0. Michael Penix Jr. has 1,400 yards, 12 touchdowns, <laughs> one interception, through four games he has he has absolutely played his way into heisman talk he looked awful at indiana last year he looks great now what is this washington team legit 
I think, oh, I, I absolutely think they're legit. It was like a, I mean, it was like a, it was like a mini rebuild. You know, like how some teams will not rebuild and the professionals will just retool. Yeah. I think that's what Washington is doing. Like, you still got so much talent on that team, even though they've kind of been, quote unquote, retooling the last two years. They, I mean, it looks like they just needed a quarterback. Yep. And obviously, there's other parts of the roster that may be weak or whatever. I know they had some transfers too. They took one of, I know they took one of Pitt's linebackers who I really liked. Um, his name's Kemp Wright. I, th- I think he's been playing well for them. Um, yeah, I mean, I love Washington. The Penix looks great. I cannot wait for the, when they come to Tempe because I definitely want to watch that game. Yeah, it, it should be great. Um, and the, their next four games are, they, like, they absolutely could be sitting here 8-0 in the, in the next few weeks. They play at UCLA, which I think is their toughest game over this next four-game stretch. Then they play at Arizona State, Arizona at home, and then at Cal. I mean, this – Oh, yeah. They could absolutely could be, be 8-0, like, heading into Oregon State and Oregon. I mean, two tough games back-to-back weeks, but – Washington, watch the hell out. I know. Yeah, I I, I like Washington too. Um, BYU 38, Wyoming 24. Didn't really watch this game at all, so I don't have much to say about like it. Jaron Hall only had six incompletions. Dude, they're, he, he is such a good quarterback. Um, I, I BYU is a spicy team. I'm not looking forward to when they play Notre Dame as a Notre Dame fan because I think they will kick our ass in Vegas. I always forget you're a Notre Dame fan. Huh? I always forget you're a Notre Dame fan. Yeah. We talked about it's, that earlier. Uh, not one of my redeeming qualities. Um, <laughs> but go Irish, baby. God's team. Um, yep. Texas at Texas Tech. Overtime. Texas Tech 37. Texas 34. We're back. Yeah, psych. Yeah. Uh, dude, I had... Two and two now. I made a, a TikTok, um, and I was like, hey, let's stop the video when I find a team that can beat Clemson. Texas came up, and I was like, you know what? No. Like, Texas ain't doing it. And my comments were flooded with, uh, you're an idiot. Videos should have stopped after Texas. Longhorns dog-walking Clemson. Maybe worry about beating the teams in your conference first. Yeah, literally. Um... I, but though, if they have Ewers, they probably win that game, yeah? Would you say I that? I mean, yeah, but like Hudson Card didn't have a bad game. 20 for 30, 277, two touchdowns, one pick. So I guess he'd have a great game. B. John Robinson, yeah. 101 yards and two touchdowns. Like, they looked... The, he did a fumble. Yeah. So I don't... I guess. I Texas, you're close. I just... you. I need to... You need to have one of those recruiting classes that blows everybody away. I know you've had yeah. a phenomenal quarterback transfer, and then you're going to get um, Arch Manning. The problem is, is you can't yeah. just win games by having two five-star quarterbacks. So... I need to see the rest of the roster do things, you know, like. And low key, Texas fans are kind of already starting to turn on Sark because his last, so last season and the season, he's what I think he's combined seven and nine now. Yeah, which isn't great. No, at all. I, I, but I mean, I I would chalk it up to just, you know, like he's had like, like the Alabama game was literally the closest anyone's even touched Alabama this year, and I think anyone. That's the closest anyone will touch Alabama this year. I think yep. they go undefeated. But still, I mean, that's not a great start for Sark, and he's already getting some hate. Yeah. Um, at the As a head coach at the college level, I think he's 11-20 and 20 against ranked opponents. So uh, against top five opponents, he's 1-5. So, I, I, I mean, I don't know. I feel like a lot of those wins came when he was at Washington. So we'll see. Um, yeah. Pitt whooped Rhode Island. Rav, why mm-hmm. should we believe in the Pitt Panthers? For one, when you look at their only loss, it was to it, overtime to now a top. We we both consensus top, top three yeah. pick, top three top three team in the SEC, top ten team period. And it was overtime. It was with our starting quarterback out injured and our backup quarterback on one leg. And I mean, it was close in overtime. Um, the defense has definitely not been the best. They, I mean, letting up to letting up twenty four. There was, it was technically seventeen. It was like a garbage yeah. touchdown at the end. But I mean, twenty four Rodon's not a great look. Uh, the run game, I like this. So last year was more passing. I like how 
It's more balanced this year. They ha- their running back depth is ridiculously deep. Yep. They've got a Bandicanda and Rodney Hammond, who I love. I love Rodney Hammond. Um, all five offensive linemen returns. They didn't look okay the first few weeks, but yesterday they looked great. A Bandicanda had four touchdowns on the, on the ground. Yep. And so, so all Slovis needs to do is to be average, slightly above average, and this could be a good team. Like a deep, they've got a lot of good players everywhere, especially on the defensive line. One of the best defensive lines in the entire country. So if they continue to do their thing, rush the quarterback, get to the quarterback, make things bad, hard for you know run game, uh, force them to pass any any team to pass. I think this could be a really good team. Now with the Miami loss, it looks like Pitt Loki has a cupcake schedule. Yep. Which isn't because like the only really hard game left now is Miami. It's just all ACC play. Yeah, and, and I mean looking at the ACC Coastal, I don't see a team on there that can beat Pitt. Um, you have Miami's two and two, Virginia, like Virginia's offense is awful. Um, Syracuse yeah. quietly is looking like a really good team. Um, only tough one. Yeah. And Louisville, I, I'm really, I'm a little worried about Louisville. Yeah. So. But I mean, I mean, for the most part, I, I don't, I think Pitt comes out of the ACC coastal. Um, the Atlantic is going to be where, um, things get really interesting between Clemson, NC state, Wake Forest, um, mm-hmm. Florida State being four and zero, so we'll, we'll see. That that one's always a, a dog. Yes. Fight, that division. I'm so glad. I mean, they're they're abolishing the divisions. This is the last year, but I'm really happy never being in the in the Atlantic because Pitt would not have the success they would have had last year. You know, it just would have been way harder. Yep. Yep. I agree 100. percent Um, so let's look ahead to next week. Let's talk gambling. Actually, we got we got a couple more games we need to talk about. Kansas. Is Kansas a wagon? They're a wagon. Low key. Are they top twenty five this week? They, they, have they to should be. Four right? and They should be. They're four. Not only are they four and They're four and against the spread. Like, I mm-hmm. what? I don't know what more you want from a from the Kansas Jayhawks. Like they they have looked the part. <laughs> Their quarterback Jalen. Um, oh, can't remember his last it's, name. It's Jalen Thompson. I think. Yes, dude. Dude has looked so good for Kansas. Uh, yeah, he's been a baller. Literally. Yeah, um, Jalen Daniels. Uh, th- this is definitely you got to put him in. Yeah, Jalen Daniels. J- Jalen Daniels. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's. I, I thought it was something like that because it was, it was something that reminded me of someone else. Yeah. Uh, Jaden Daniels. Jaden Daniels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, think you have to no, I like him. Kansas. I like Kansas. I think I think you have to put him in the top twenty-five. I mean, I don't. It, it, we'll see when it comes out this week. Um, but I think you have to put him in. Another team that has to be in the top twenty-five after this week. You cannot keep them out anymore. Minnesota. Minnesota mm-hmm. dog-walked Michigan State in East Lansing. Dog-walked them. I yeah. wanna, like I was iffy about who would come out of the Big Ten West at the start of this year. Now I do not think there is a question. I think Minnesota is far, mm-hmm. above, far and above the best team in that division. Um, they are 4-0. They have won. Their games have just been absolute blowouts, too. And that's, like, I don't think people have realized that. But when you look at their schedule, like, obviously their out-of-conference schedule is not difficult at all by any means. But they have now allowed a total of 24 points through four games. They want, they beat New Mexico State 38 to nothing, beat Western Illinois 62-10, to beat Colorado 49-7, to and then beat Michigan State at Michigan State 34-7. to uh, They are yeah. electric. Mo Ibrahim is yeah, a dog. Yes, I was going to say that. Not only do they have a really good rushing attack with Mo Ibrahim, who, I mean, if he didn't get injured last year, I don't even think he'd be here. Yeah. I think he would have, he would have declared. But not only that, Tanner Morgan, only three incompletions. I mean, that's, that's crazy. pretty damn good. The only the only thing about Minnesota is that they have not, like, would you consider Michigan State like a, like a good it's their first kind of. It's their first Power Five. Well, okay, outside of Colorado, yeah. Which, the first Power Five opponent. Would you consider like like okay maybe they just played they haven't played anyone real because they 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 play Purdue next week, and three weeks they're at Penn State. Yeah, that is that are either what's the first test there? You think Purdue at home or Penn State? Wait, wait for Penn State. I, I do think Purdue is underrated. Um, they are. They have essentially two losses that came on a last-second play for the most part against Penn State um, at home, and mm-hmm. then that last-second bomb um, against Syracuse. 
So I, I think Purdue is a little bit better than they're getting credit for, but I, I think Minnesota beats them pretty handedly um, at home. I think their first big test is against Penn State, but when you look at this schedule, they play Penn State, but then they play Rutgers, Nebraska, Northwestern, Iowa, Wisconsin. I think they could beat every single one of those teams. I think they could have one loss yeah. going into the Big Ten Championship, and I I mean, they'll get smoked by Ohio State or Michigan or whoever. Yeah, but any of yeah. I, like, I think they could be a two-loss team at the end of the season. Yeah, no, I mean, I I, I feel like out of all of that conference, I, I definitely like Minnesota now. Yeah. I've never won in that conference. Yep, for sure. Um, let's look ahead to, to next week's games. Um, a little gambling action for you. Um, Kentucky at Ole Miss. Ole Miss is minus three and a half. We like Ole Miss there, yeah. Yep. I, I like Ole Miss too. Um, that should be one of the best, one of the better games on the slate. Um, we got to speak at our Kansas Jayhawks. They're underdogs again. Iowa State coming into Kansas. Kansas they could three be and a half State. point dogs. I agree. They could. Oh my! God. I'm riding them really? again. Give yeah, it to me. Yeah, that's great. Give it to me. It, I, especially with a team that has momentum like that. I'm sure like that locker room's probably. So ecstatic. Oh, yeah. I, I'm absolutely right. Dude, that yeah. locker room has to be absolutely electric right now. Like, to, to be on that absolutely. team, that would, that would be a, a blast. Um, we get Alabama at Arkansas. Um, what would have been a top 10 matchup had Arkansas not lost to Texas A&M. Alabama is a 14.5 point favorite. Do you take Bama? Bama points? I, I look, you take Bama I want points. to. I think Arkansas is overrated i just hate that like if i could get it down to 14 also oh, yeah. sam Pittman he, is great at covering the spread too mm-hmm. which i was just gonna say that oh i hate that damn it um that, that makes it tough i would probably take alabama because you don't make a lot of money betting against nick saban but i don't lo- i would not love it i don't think that'll be on like mm-hmm. my, my card most likely uh, I, I don't think so either but if we had to take one yeah, yeah i'd probably I, I think i might Lean Bama. Yep. Um, Washington at UCLA is an interesting one. Um, Friday night action. Washington's a three and a half point favorite at UCLA. Um, I think I like Washington in that standpoint. Uh, Michael Penix just hasn't showed any signs of slowing down. So I feel like UCLA is like how how have they done? They've like flown. They're four now. Am I just maybe not noticing? Yeah. I, I, I don't think they've played. Um, they haven't. They've played Bowling Green, Alabama State, South Alabama, and Colorado. Yeah, so they, they have played literally no one. Um, and they almost lost to South Alabama. Yeah, 32-31 at home. Crazy. Um, yeah, I just don't. Like, Dorian Thompson Robinson has felt like he's been in college for like 30 years at this point. He's <laughs> like the Perry yeah. Ellis of college football. Um, yeah. Yeah, I just don't like. I, I, I don't know. I just, like. I like you know Chip Kelly as a head coach. I just don't think this team is good enough to beat Washington. Yeah, I agree. And the fact they haven't played anyone is scary. That's, this is the first real test. Yep. Um, another game that I like, uh, Oklahoma at TCU should be a good game. I like TCU. I I bet they're over on the win total for the season. They're starting out four and zero. Got a win last night. Um, I would have bet TCU most likely if Oklahoma didn't lose, but Oklahoma lost. I think this is we we talked about bounce back bounce spots. Back. This is a bounce back spot. This is a get right game. I think Oklahoma. I I would be shocked if that line doesn't move pretty quickly. Um, I will probably minus six and a half Oklahoma. Mm. Yeah, I would, are, you, are you gonna bet that? Are you gonna grab it now? Yeah, I'll probably grab it now. Honestly, um. And then we have good Pac-12 action, Oregon State at Utah. Um, Utah minus nine and a half. At Utah? At Utah. Yeah, honestly. mm, I think I would take Oregon State. Nine and a half is a lot. I would take Oregon State, I think. This is a game to me that screams under because both of these defenses are very good. Um, I don't know what the the over-under is set at yet. Um, FanDuel is not showing me, but... It's probably not even out yet. Yeah. Yeah, so... I, I too. That'll be a good game. Um, that is a 2 p.m. kickoff. 2 p.m. Eastern. Eastern? 2 p.m. Eastern why kickoff. Is it, why is it starting at 11? That, 
11 on the west, like 11 in Utah? Yeah. <laughs> that's very weird. Is, oh, no, no, it'd be 10 in Utah. Yeah. Or sorry, 12, 12 in Utah, that's why. Okay, noon kickoff in Utah. 12 in Utah. That's, that's a weird, weird game. Yeah, the time zone stuff always gets me, you know, because Arizona doesn't change time zones. Like, they, they don't change time. Yeah. I, which is just very, it throws me yeah, off. Yeah, Arizona, it, I hate your clock stuff. Um, Oklahoma <laughs> yeah. State at Baylor. Oklahoma State's an underdog. At Baylor? At Baylor. Uh, yeah, I mean, what's, by how much? Like three, One and a half. Two? Would you take Oklahoma State? I would say? take Oklahoma State. I'm not a believer in Baylor. I just I, I I'm not so. But Oklahoma on State it. lost a lot, though. That's why I don't like Oklahoma State. <sighs> I know, but damn it. Oh, I that one's a tough but, one. Um, yeah. What other are there any other games that you like? Just have a hankering to talk about. Um, Clemson, NC State uh, is probably the, the this is going to one. decide maybe the ACC um, Atlantic. So, oh yeah, that's a huge game. Um, Clemson is a seven and a half point favorite there. That'll be one that I'll absolutely be tuned into. That's a seven thirty game night game at Death Valley. Um, that should be an electric, electric game. Um, any other? Here's one to look out for. Texas is going to be uh, so Texas West, West Virginia is always a great game. They're yeah. low key like they low key hate each other. Texas won't be ranked, but it's at Texas. Like West Virginia has been somewhat looking a little better. Mm-hmm. Like maybe. Maybe something there. I don't know. Yep. Um, we talked about Mississippi State a and didn't we? No, we, we didn't. didn't. Uh, Mississippi State a is a one. favorite a in that game. Really? Yeah. At Mississippi, at, Mississippi, yeah. at Mississippi State? Oh, my God. Yeah, in Starkville. That'll be a good game. What else? Any others? I think this uh, is the only top 25. Yeah. This is a, it's a good slate. I mean, there's a couple you know good matchups in this one. Um, not like an elite slate, but I mean, I... I should be fun to watch. Wake Forest to Florida State should be a good one. Um, mm. Great ACC game. Yeah, that's a good one. So it's a good good weekend for the ACC coming up. I mean, yeah. Clemson, NC State, Wake Forest, Florida State. Who does Pitt got next week? Are they on a bye? Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech. Uh, they should dog walk Georgia Tech. So yeah, I, hopefully yeah. But cool. Um, Georgia Tech better or worse than uh, Rhode Island? Oh. Better, but better, not better. not by yeah. not close. It's closer than Georgia Tech would like to, to like to think. Um, yeah, yeah. Rav, thanks so much for coming on. Um, you can follow Anthony on all social medias at Anthony Ravasio. Are you on overtime? Are you overtime Rav on TikTok or what's what's the ad on yes, TikTok? Yes, at over at overtime Rav on TikTok. My Twitter is just Anthony Ravasio. I, I look, he might change his Twitter too. It's good to like have consistency. With that's all why the I changed media, it to. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's why I changed my like Smash Hit Sports. It's Smash Hit Sports across all platforms: YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, the whole nine yards. Mm-hmm. Um, keeps it easy. Cody, I appreciate the invite. Yeah, I like no, this. dude, I love it. I love talking college football with you. You were one of the when when I when you see all of my lines and stuff on TikTok, there are people who I text or talk to prior to like. You know, because I, I really value their opinion. Uh, Anthony is one of those. So make sure you guys go give him a follow. I appreciate you. Thanks you. Thank you for listening to Smash Hit Sports. Let's have a hell of a week because it's still football season, baby. We're out. Yeah.